Tell me, though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible. Welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. Uh, this is Carl. I am here with Rebecca. Say hi. hi. She's back. Back. Hope you caught Rebecca on the Defenders podcast. Her and Connor both guested. Did you only guess once or twice? Just once. I, I, I usually do once per season, so I don't want to steal uh. too many Iron Fist episodes. I saw they were looking for people yesterday. And I, I was a, I was already out. asleep or I popped in. <laughs> I almost posted to them, but since I was on call, I'm like, watch, I'll say I can do it and I'll get called out. Yeah. Jobs. Who needs them? I only saw it this morning. I was like, oh, damn. If I'd been up, I'd have stayed up. All right, so today we are covering... The issue of Iron Fist number four, which actually came out last week. Um, before we get into that, is there any other Iron Fist news, Rebecca? I other than it. Defenders is all taking place in one day, apparently. I heard two, but... Two days now? Okay. I don't know. It's much of my... I heard it a long time ago. Yeah, so I, I think you're right. Away. I think you're right. It's, it's not 24 hours. It's um, Which is hours. cool, because it's going to be interesting to see how they pull it all together. Um, I quite like that. I quite like um, that they get thrown into something together. Uh, what else? Any? I don't think there is. You know, I mean, Defenders the comic comes out next week. Yeah. So still um, no word on season two of Iron Fist if we're going to get one. No. Oh, I guess there's news that the Luke Cage season two, Jessica Jones season two, and Def- uh, Daredevil season three are apparently all slated for 2018. Which would mean if we were going to get Iron Fist season two, it would be 2019. Because more than likely, yeah. More than likely, which might explain why they've not announced it yet. And also, there were supposed to be getting something else in 2018, which means we should be getting a Marvel product every three months because they're really? supposed to be true. Well, The Punisher. That's this year. That's coming out in November. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. That's the gonna. This year is going to be the first time they've done three in a year. Because we'll have Iron Fist, Defenders, Punisher, and then next year there'll be three in it. So I think, I believe, anyway, some some poster came out for Punisher which heavily implied November. Uh, oh, someone told me January. So. Right, so uh, it's believed November. Nobody seems to know a lot about it, though. So, mm-hmm. um, But yeah, I know, saying, uh, that's the only other news, is he's going to be in the Defenders comic at least a little bit, mm-hmm. and then that's going to spin off into a Punisher comic. Uh, a Punisher End of Days by everyone's favourite, Brian Bendis. Ugh. I'm glad so, Connor's not here to yell at us. Yep. Still no word on any Moon Knight, which we're all hoping for. Yes, yeah, still no word and, on any Moon Knight, but it does seem that like Bendis has locked down the Marvel Netflix uh, thing, so if, they, if you hear about Bendis writing Moon Knight, there's a good chance it's going to be on Netflix, <laughs> all I'm saying. And it's it's not just us on the podcast either. I've talked to a lot of people that are all like, where the hell is Moon Knight? Can I just mention as well that I've booked to go to three conventions in the UK this year. One of which is Brian Bendis' first appearance ever in the UK. I, I'm just putting that out on the table. <laughs> I'm sure he's a charming man in person. Are you going to... Uh... Anything in particular you're going to have him sign, maybe? Um, I've I, I've got to because I've now booked these three cons. I intend to go through some of my comics mm-hmm. and pull out all the comics that I might get signed through all of them. And it's kind of weird because Bendis, like you know, we 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 take the piss, but like he he legitimately is a really big name, and yeah, and he's, and he's, he's written some so really much. great stuff as you know, like. I don't think we'd be as sort of like jokey about 
saying this and he certainly wouldn't get as much work if it was actually bad but it's really hard because like at the moment I'm really loving his Iron Man stuff I mean like, I'm a massive Iron Man fan I didn't realise how much an Iron Man fan I was until people started like being nasty about Iron Man and I, I, I almost sort of stopped being friends with someone <laughs> When they called him selfish, and I was like, <gasps> he's like, get away from me. So, he's done a really beautiful run of Iron Man recently. So, it's, and then I keep thinking, well, he's also be writing The Defenders. Like, why wouldn't I want him to get that site? And this, I don't, I don't think I do. So, I, I'm just gonna try and be sensible because, like, the, 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 the biggest thing is, it's probably gonna be impossible to get to him. Like yeah. and and I'm not gonna queue like I queued th- like two hours to see David Arthur, um because obviously Immortal Iron Fist, but I'm not gonna do it for Bendis because there's a lot of other people I want to see there. I mean like, so I I've bought a three day ticket. If I get the chance to, I will. Um, mm-hmm. And you're right, he's supposed to be a lovely guy. So it's just it's funny that I'm just sitting here going Bendis, Bendis, Bendis. Oh look, guess who I might go see this year? Um, but yeah, so I've got to go through all my comics. You should get a comic signed to Connor. <laughs> God, that'd be so, it's actually really tempting. But then I'd have to find a really nice Daredevil one for him because he actually does go. like Daredevil. He does like Ben. And I'm and not. Have, I'm, have a I'm not Connor, my biggest fan. Like, well, I joked because I don't know if I told you about like I I don't I think it's probably on record how much I hated Civil War Two. Yes. So I, the art I, was lovely. The story was horrible. Right, <laughs> and I, I have pretty much every issue of Civil War Two <laughs> because the first three I got in subscription boxes I was signed up to and screamed every time one came in, and then I bought the last three issues because I wanted to find out what happened to Tony, mm-hmm. and they kept delay, kept like, and that's when they added the issue. So it was going to be like the last two, and it ended up being the last three. So I've got like one to three and six to eight. I actually could go and ask him to sign them and send them to people as like, here, have some shit. Like, but it's signed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I won't. <laughs> I just met Ron Perlman. Very oh, nice yeah, man. I saw. I was, uh, I was only in, in the line for like 10 minutes. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, the, uh, I waited, I waited till he left and I heard from somebody else that he was coming back to the booth in about 15 minutes, one of the staff members. So I'm like, oh, let me go check out the line. And because he wasn't at his table, there was only like seven people in line. So I scooted and then like five minutes later he came out and five minutes later I was walking away with a very expensive autograph picture. (laughs) Oh, well, well, they did, wait a second, I'm just thinking, they did say something about I'm talking about news here now uh, I'm just going to my Moon Knight <laughs> Moon Knight friends they said something in Generations they mentioned Moon Knight would be in Generations mm-hmm. I wonder if they said anything about Iron Fist um, uh, for anyone who doesn't know Generations is what's going to follow Secret Empire it's been reported as um, um, it starts with the book called Marvel Legacy She's coming out in September, 50-page comic. A bit like DC Rebirth, but don't say that. Um, it's $10 also. Well, I don't know. I think I, it's going to depend. Apparently, they are sending out free-to-comic shops based on how many they order of Secret Empire 3. So it depends on your comic shop. I mean, like, you know, like... Um, and it depends. I, I, who knows? I'm sure you'll also be able to buy it. Um, but then it says, the Legacy Banner featured prominently on the covers, stars characters such as Avengers, Squirrel Girl, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, America Chavez, Deadpool, X-Men, Ironheart, Punisher, Ms. Marvel, Captain America, Moon Knight, yay, um, the Champions, Luke Cage, Odinson, Hulk, Iron Man, Gods of the Galaxy. So no, but that's probably after that is when we might get um, Iron Fists. Yes. So that's as close as I can get to faking news. That was called, which was just called Comic Con, uh, with the end of Con being the old school abbreviation for Connecticut, which used to be C O N N. It's now C T. Right. Yes. Um, which confuses me every time, but I. <laughs> well, that's how when I started school way back, you know, when we wrote dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, that's how the abbreviation Massachusetts was M A S S. Now it's just M A, and Connecticut was C O N N. Now it's just C T. 
Uh, so they played with that with the end of Comic-Con. But CGC and CBCS or whatever the abbreviation for the other company that was started by one of the original founders or the slabbing company, mm-hmm. CGC started because he didn't like where CGC was going. He thought they were rushing stuff or whatever. Uh, they were both going to be there, so I started researching about possibly bringing in some books and getting them slabbed. Right. See, I, so I, I, I don't think I could get a thing slabbed. I don't think I could. Because like, well, I want to be able to look at it. Well, see, I have multiple issues. I know you buy like stupid numbers. Like, <laughs> bless you. I say it with love, but I know you have like a stupid, stupidly that's, large that's, Iron Fist collection. My Iron Fist collection is like my crack. <laughs> I can tell a friend of mine a friend of mine's husband bought her a slab comic mm-hmm. and um, she like me doesn't necessarily see the point and it was part one of a four part series that's, all, that's quite hard to get mm-hmm. so then she found another part of it on eBay bought that and she was telling me that this quest that if we got all four she'd crack open the slab just oh, to annoy a oh. husband, right? And uh, so then I went to a different auction site and found her the, the second issue. So now we're only missing one. And then we're going to, at this convention, we've threatened to, like, crack open the slab. But I said we should buy another copy of that one and pretend we've cracked open the slab. So he thinks we have, because, like, that's how mean I am. But, like, why? I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Look, they're nice if you want to do something with them or display them or show the artwork off. But if you're just going to chuck them in a box anyway, a lot of them are never, I don't know. I don't know. I do, I do get the point, but, like, it just seems, and then people get so competitive about if it's a, ni- oh, I don't want it if it's not a 9.8. And it's like, you know, just chill. <laughs> These things are probably not going to be your <laughs> retirement fund. It would be nice to imagine they are, but in the end, like, would I get one? I would get one done. Like, honestly, if I had something really special with lots of signatures on or something like that, I would. But I would also display it. I wouldn't put it in a box. Like, it would be like a poster. They actually tell you not to display them because just, they say just normal ambient room light will fade the comic out. Of course it will. I've worked in libraries. I know exactly what it would do. But the thing is, like what? What? What are you keeping them for? Perfectly. Oh, it's just the collection aspect, I think, and and something is since it's certified, it's that grade. You can't. You supposedly can't argue it. Yeah, I it's guess. Just like the you know, coin like, collectors and the stamp collectors, they all do the same thing. I know, and I feel sad for all of them. No, I don't. I, it's, you know, it's a personal choice. I, as you already know, I don't even have. I've only got two long boxes of comics. Mm-hmm. Well, it's that's growing. Good. I'll probably need a third. You got, you got most only, of your collection lifted in college. Uh, well, my my step well, I, my stepmother actually threw it all out when I left for college. Is um, <laughs> is what happened. Um, she threw out everything that belonged to me in the house. Nice. Mm-hmm. I love, love stepmoms. And sent me all the documents I would need for the rest of my life to university, so I would never need to be in contact with home again. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. It's quite a lot to take on board when you're, like, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. And then I collected a little bit in college, but I bought, because we had a comic shop quite near us. But it was all trash, because I had no money. And it was just like comics. I was like Dungeons and Dragons and Star Trek comics. Like honestly, it was trash because it was the only thing that was cheap. And I loved them. Like I, I genuinely, I, I've I've gone back and bought all the D and D comics as trades because I loved them so much. Even though I can <laughs> tell you that they are trash compared to like what I read now. Um, mm-hmm. And that's when I started reading slowly again. But then the comic book shop in my third year at university burnt down. Oop. So, yeah, me and comic collecting have got a bit of a tired past. But that's why, I and, and I do genuinely find the digital, I mean, it hurts to pay the same amount for digital sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, it's just like, but I just, I also don't have kids. I've genuinely got no one to leave any of this stuff to. Yes. So, and I and I think that does, 
I mean, and at my age, I'm never going to have kids. I should probably point that out. I am of, I'm the same kind of, I'm like in my late 40s. I'm never going to have kids. So, um, collecting these things holds less interest if all I'm going to do is decide to sell it my, myself someday. You know, there's no legacy, so it's just what I want. And it doesn't mean, and, and unfortunately, comics is a real collecting. You can't really separate that desire to collect from it. So I, I, I can lecture you about how stupid subs are. And you could sit there and ask me, what did I buy this week? And I guarantee in there are some variants I wanted, some unique <laughs> things I wanted. You know, like my sister got uh, one assigned comic the other day, and she's like, do you want it? And I'm like, yes. I'm talking about going to cons to get things signed. The same applies. These aren't going to anyone. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's just a case of at what point your cutoff is. And for a lot of people, it's money. Um, other people, it's just your, your tolerance of the whole collecting thing. Uh, and a lot of it for me, as I've always felt, I, I don't really like getting too competitive about stuff. And I'm not saying that you're competitive because that's kind of not my point. My point is that there's that drive in all of us who have an interest in comics to get collector like as we all know I've suddenly got into Valiant and I've been looking at some of the Valiant groups and they're generally really nice and welcoming but there are some people there who like buy I mean we tease you about Iron Fist there are people there who bought 50 variant covers of a comic oh god I hope Iron Fist doesn't do that right but some of which were like (laughs) some of which were crazy expensive because there's only like 500 copies of them Mm -hmm. so well, and like and I look washed one there, and I look at it. Touches yeah. of color for one. And I look at it sometimes, and I, I look at it, and I think other people get inspired by those kind of stories. I just get like, oh, I guess I'm not a good enough fan then. So a lot of it's to do with your reaction to that, I think. And I, I definitely have the, oh, I guess I'm not a good enough fan. So I try and stay away from things that get me too competitive because I know my natural inclination is to give up, and I don't want to give up. Where, mm-hmm. where things I love are concerned. So, um, but gen- all, all my comments to you are generally teasing because I know you enjoy it. I don't think you're spending money that, you know, you can't afford to do. So you're. Oh, no, I have my, I have my allowance. Right, exactly. <laughs> but that's what I mean. It's like, but you see people like react straight. You know, like it's one of those things where you just don't want anyone to get into trouble over what is essentially a fairly stupid hobby doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's not enjoyable because all you know like all hobbies are a little bit stupid um so i don't know i'm trying I'm, i hope i'm not offending anyone anyway i just have i i just for my it's not right for me but i'll still get stuff signed excellent well what started this little tangent yeah. is in looking up possible Issues to get slabbed, which I, I did not get done because from doing research, I basically found out that if you want a good rating, and that's kind of the point of getting stuff slabbed is it's in decent condition, um, you need to have somebody press your books. Really? Because Yes, because apparently they will even knock down your grading if there's like light fingernail impressions on the cover like small little indentations. So everybody suggested just go find somebody somewhat locally because it's going to be a lot less. They usually charge anywhere from 10 to $15 an issue, and they hot press your book, which takes out all the imperfections, some spine rolls. Is that like a specialist thing? Like how do you find the people who will do that? Uh, yeah, just look up comic book pressing. Well, some of the sites on Facebook, a bunch of the guys are there and you ask, you know, who's right. good for pressing and you'll get 50 emails going, I use this guy, I use this guy. Blah, blah, Someone blah. should just bring an iron to all comic cons. Little, you, you actually need a dry melt press used for framing pictures. Jesus. And uh, some people also are out there using like um, t-shirt iron-on machines. Uh-huh. Big presses for pressing those shirts. They use that in a vacuum dry mount press that has no heat later. So when the book sets up, it's still perfectly flat because it's in the vacuum. All kinds of crazy stuff. I didn't actually bring any books because it's, it's, believe it or not, it's not cheap to get these done. That's what I've heard. I've heard it's not a cheap sort of thing. I buy a lot of my books off of eBay. Mm -hmm. And I try to do, my thing is, 
because when I was growing up, when we were kids, Rebecca and I are pretty much identical in age. Yeah. When we were kids and we were collecting comics and the whole, you know, price guides would come out, what was the top rating? I don't even know because I, when I was a kid, I didn't even look. It was 9.4 was always the highest grade. Right. That was mint, was 9.4. So because of my age and because growing up in that era, it was always like, oh, this is mint. This is a 9.4 crap. I'm just trying to get my stuff at 9.4 better. Right. Well, that's, <laughs> I mean, I think that's, that's, I think that's the one that's pretty taken as a good, a good sort of bottom line. So, uh, but I buy, I buy my books mostly off of eBay. I've only bought them off of eBay. I haven't mm-hmm. bought anyone in person. But I'm paying less than what it would cost me to submit a book. Yes, that's what I kind of figured. I, don't, I, I guess between, people pick them up at, like, um, house clearances and stuff, though, and just, I guess. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't understand why I can buy them for less than what it would cost me to submit them. Mm. But that's that's mostly what I do, unless it's a really, really, really old book. Obviously, Marvel premiere issues yeah, yeah. are going to, even though they charge more for those books, because if it's before 1975, which is issue 15 through 19, mm-hmm. they, they jab you on the price going to, I have seven copies of Marvel premiere 15. Oh, my God, I've got none. Because, well, two of them are... Marvel Premiere 15s used to be so cheap. A friend of mine yeah, was literally okay, yeah. bu- buying copies, and he chopped them up mm. and made like different types of artwork for them for me and put them in frames. It's still the complete issue, but he's like altered, like he kind of sliced one up and made the cover 3D with multiple layers of the mm. actual cover art and uh, and put it in a. Um, like a boxed frame. It's it's still the entire issue, but yeah, he's modified yeah. the cover and he did it. He's got I've got another one framed by him. I've got the hard, three three volume hardcover set, which is someone took all the original issues, uh, the first Marvel premiere run, the solo Iron Fist run, and then the two team ups and threw the Spider Man team up in there. This before the yeah, yeah. night wrap up story. And bound them all. I have the the copy in that one, and then I have you know four loose ones, or I think even maybe five loose ones. But you used to be able to pick those issues up for eight bucks, and now because he's more popular and everything, prices are through the roof. So, what some of these issues for are going for is nuts, and they they literally look at what those prices are. So if it's like say I had a nine point eight which I don't think I do. Mm-hmm. I think I have a 9.4, 9.6 tops after it was pressed. Um, and I send that in and they grade it and they're like, well, you know, this comic last sold for $2,400. CGC ter- charges you now $240 for that Jeez. issue. Where if you sent in anything after 1975, as long as it's not like some stupid issue worth a small fortune, because they, they literally put, it's got the book is valued less than this price. Like you're not doing any extra work. <laughs> no, they're really not. You're still looking at it. You're grading it. You're putting it in a plastic thing and you're sealing it shut. There's no extra step there. If the book's worth more money. But so in looking at that, I was going to, and the gamble it was, it's like, it's almost even for the, some of the older issues other than the first appearance. It's still cheaper to me, just buying them off of eBay. Because the mm-hmm. older stuff usually goes in the $100 range for 9.4 or even slightly higher. Sometimes people just throw them up there, buy it now, price 80 bucks plus shipping. Again, this is the real old stuff. So I'm almost like, do I you know, go to the thing, they charge me $25 because I'm at the convention, then they charge me $8 to handle the receipt. Literally, there's a receipt mm-hmm. handling fee. Then they take the book away, then they grade it, possibly upgrade me on the price and then apparently they charge some ridiculous amount for insured super package shipping back to you. Mm-hmm. Somebody said it was over $20 for return shipping. So I'm just like, Jesus. So no matter what I'm looking at, it's like going to be a hundred bucks. But again, looking at prices, I found out something very interesting for all you collectors out there. I know a lot of people buy trades. It's just easier. It's simple. But if you do want some books that are actually apparently worth more more money, the Immortal Iron Fist, and this is this is mainly because 
comic preview magazines that all the comic book shops and all the fans order their comics through are pretty much three months ahead. Mm-hmm. So whatever whatever's in the issue that they're advertising that they have to order from is three months in the future. And because of that, and because of what happened with the Immortal Iron Fist being a huge hit, and yeah. then what happened later with obviously Iron Fist being everywhere, issues one, two, and three of the Immortal Iron Fist are very rare. Yeah, of course, because they wouldn't have printed as nobody money. knew. Because uh, all the comic book shops is like the washed up martial art guy from that Iron Fist Power Man comic book, uh, mm-hmm. or you know, twenty. And it went to multiple covers. It also went to a reprint. They're all, believe it or not, worth money. And the reprint's even worth a good amount of money because that was also a limited. Yeah, run. yeah. No, I've heard that that's uh, reprints are often worth so a fair you, amount. If you wander into a comic book shop and they've got one, two, and three, and they aren't paying attention and they haven't redone their prices in a while. Snag them up all you can because I have a full set of Immortal Iron Fists. I have four complete sets. Of, of course you do. Not <laughs> like I said. I've including got what all, I need for me, including all the variants. I've got a signed one <laughs> that says to Rebecca wink and has Iron Fist winking on it. I don't have that yet. Ah, uh, can you say? As I said, no, two hours for David Armour. The uh. I have, for Slab, the ones of that, I have the zombie cover variant. And I think that might be it that I've forgotten slabbed. I do have two of these solid white covers with the black chest logo on it. I want to get one of those slabbed. Those were extremely hard to get. That's why I only got two. Fun, I've seen fun, that fun. one. I've got the insect one. Don't know oh, why. yes. I think that just I think I just picked that one up somewhere. I don't know why. I don't really know it's a long time since I've looked to be honest. Well, the insect one, was that immortal or was that living weapon? Mm, oh maybe no, you're right, that was living weapon. That was definitely living weapon. Anyway. Alright, so on to... That's enough. Yeah, that's enough. Plus, I think my recording program just crapped out a while ago. Oh, shit. Is that me relying on me? It looks like it's still possibly going. I don't know. It's freezing out on me. Back to Iron Fist number four. Yes. I will let uh, Rebecca tell you how fantastic this cover is. This cover is fantastic. It is Danny... Fist in palm, just with the little horns of his tattoo in the background brand, before someone says anything. Uh, wearing his face mask, and on his mask, or behind him are two, uh, three or four wolves. You can just see the little eyes glowing. And in his mask, you've got Lei Kung, and is that, who's that? The one. Is it? Who's the one in the red mask? I'm guessing it's UT. Yeah, I thought UT, but then I was like, and then he's punching someone as well, Danny. So it's pretty cool. It's basically a window into his past, but also we've got one of, we know that one of our people is the wolf person, but also we know that Danny's had to run away from wolves before. So it's all very nice and evocative. Mm-hmm. And you've got the logo, the four, whatever. That's it. It's just, it's a really, every cover this, this, um, has been really good. And that's another really good one. I like it very much. Oh, and it's snowing. I should yes. possibly and, uh, point that out as well. So you've got I, little bits of camera flare. I think the person he is punching, uh, because it kind of looks like he maybe have a has a hood pulled over his face, is the one. Right, so we've got the whole history. We've got UT, uh, Lei Kung, and the one. That makes sense. That's probably why I thought there had to be the one he's in massive there. compared he to is, Danny. Yeah, whatever well, was massive compared to Danny. Just saying. But uh, the artwork is... If this doesn't become a poster, they're just stupid. But I think that about so many of them, so... True. And the variant cover, for some stupid-ass reason, Mm. is Mary Jane. That's because they're doing a series of Mary Jane ones. It's not that stupid a series. That's why you don't need to buy them. Shh. I got it cheap. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, but also, again, even that cover is incredibly well done art-wise. They they have done nicely with the Mary Jane covers. I mean, they're not what I'm like. You know, if I like them, I buy them. But I'm not that big a Mary Jane fan, so I haven't bothered. All right, so page one is a big wrap-up on what's been going on, and if you've been listening to the podcast, which I hope you all have, we're going to skip it. I like that it goes from Daniel Rand to Danny, though. Like, the first paragraph says Daniel Rand, the second paragraph says Danny. So it's like you've got to know him a little bit. It's good. Um, But we get the team. So we've got Ed Brisson writing still, Mike Perkins artist, Andy Troy Colour. VC is Travis Lanham letterer. The cover artist is still Jeff DeCal. Who's done an amazing series? Uh, mm. Stephanie Hans did the variant cover. Blah blah blah. Editors and producers. Same as always. Yep. I don't think anyone. The um, here's my question to you because I know you look into this more deeply than I do. Is Mike Perkins still the artist on Six? I don't know. Oh oh oh! Good question. We're, Let me go have a look. And for those of you that don't know. This storyline apparently is being wrapped up next issue and issue six, because we were very worried that after this yep. little tryst here that this would be an it and that would be a, like a five-issue or six-issue mini, uh, which unknown it could still be. But uh, they solicited... Well, they solicited for issue six, which is what Carl's commenting on. Yes, Mike Perkins, still artist. Excellent. And it has another amazing cover. Amazing. Yeah. Probably my favorite of the of the entire series so far is the one we, number six. We get, we get our other favorite martial artist making an appearance, yeah. Shang Chi. There's also a very pretty stalk on the front, and it says Master of, Masters of Kung Fu, and it's just gorgeous. Which is another thing the fans are asking about for Defenders. Will we get a Shang Chi appearance? Yes, we'll have to see. I don't think so in Defenders personally. I think they've got a lot of people to fit in. But we will see. Don't know anything about it. <laughs> and we go into the comic. Let's do it. Alright, I'll Back to reload. I will Let's set the scene. We're in Lushi. My favourite place. Everything's nighttime. Nice red sky. We're back with the Council of... Whatever they are. Council of Elders, I'm going to call them now. Um, they're talking about how Daniel, Danny's um, killed Hark, which, as we know, he didn't, but Hark's dead. So, immediately, you get what's going on. We offered him a chance to prove himself. Instead, he's killed an innocent person. And then, they're arguing between themselves. Why would he have done it? He's a murderer. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I only know what someone said. Um, and then, one of them says, we should end the trial now. Um, because Daniel, Danny's making a f- mockery of it. Um, and somebody else, that's Choshin saying that. And somebody's agreeing with him. Yes, end it, punish him. And what's her name? Patience, the rabbit woman. That makes it sound bad. She's not a rabbit woman. She's head of the rabbit faction. Just don't want to get into weird, like, rabbit-human hybrid. Here. And she's like, no, we shouldn't do that. We need to give him a chance to defend himself. And then we go on to Splash Page. It's done the same as the other ones with the title interspersed with four panels. Um, The Trial of the Seven Masters, Part 4. So we have a very angry wolf. Yes. Wigan is still ginormous and hooded. (coughs) And he's not going with what uh, our two-timing friend is trying to get done here. No, yes. He's like, no, we can't stop. We've got to let him complete. Otherwise, we're going to look weak. We don't want to look like we're afraid. So uh, we finish the trial. He says, and then I promise you, I will kill him, basically. So Daniel Rankai will die by my hands. Same difference. As he punches the table. And Whoop. upon that, we have a half-naked... The best kind of Danny, really. Slightly bandaged... I don't know what's going on with that footwear. Um, yeah, it seems to be wearing something. Some sort well, of it's it's the unitard, but I his it's almost like the, the goth shirts that go over the hands with the thumb hole. Well, when I used to do gymnastics, we had those. 
With oh, really? Little, That's a yeah, with the little thing? toe straps, yeah. So I know I've seen heel straps. I've never seen a strap that goes in between the toes oh, like you're that. Right. Maybe we had heel straps more, but I've seen them before, so who knows? It's a Danny thing. So he's like, my head, and we get a ha, 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 you're alive. <laughs> oh, he lives, pardon me. Yeah. And uh, we finally see the mysterious stranger that saved Danny from the last issue, and it's a uh, guy sitting in the corner reading a book with his glasses on. Looks like he's been drinking some tea. Yes, he's got a little tea set. He's like, you've been sleeping for 18 hours. I wasn't sure that you were going to come out of it. Danny, of course, is like, where am I? Who are you? I'm the one who saved you from Chosen's Men. Do you not remember? He's like, oh my god, they killed Hart. Well, because he didn't like flavored ice cream. And <laughs> <laughs> Valid reason in my <laughs> They killed Hart, and yes, why? I'm not sure, but I have my suspicions that Chosen is out to destroy your reputation. Not that your re- reputation <laughs> holds much water here on Lushi. Um, the Outlander who stole the mantle of Iron Fist and brought about the destruction of Kun Lun. So, thankfully, people are actually reading back issues and following a current storyline. <laughs> something that doesn't happen a lot in comics. Yeah, it's, by it's Michael pretty Bendis. unusual. <laughs> That was all for Connor. That was why I expect Michael it all to be different by the defenders. So that <laughs> That's, way. Right. That's right. When the um, defenders comes out next week, Danny will be fresh out of Conlon from three months ago. He's going to be 19 years old. Yeah. <laughs> he will not even have met Misty Knight yet. Yeah. And Marvel premieres 16, 17, and up will have never have happened. He's still out <laughs> to avenge his father's death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's easy to believe that one, like, oh, we're so bad. That one would let, uh, that one like, let that, you, like yeah. his, <laughs> would kill his guide without so much of a second thought. No, no, I didn't. I know. Dumbass, he saved you. <laughs> yeah. And then he's, he goes on to explain that obviously the council was scared of him. So they, because they think Danny's now a danger, they're kind of setting him up. And Danny's like, this is crap. I didn't kill Hark. You know it. You were there. We have to go to them and tell them. And the guy's like, just pushes his glasses up and says, nah. Uh, it's still poison in your system. You've got to give it time to get through rest. Uh, when you wake, we'll sort things out. Until then, you're safe here. Danny's, Danny's costume is very pushed down. We're talking like slightly below hip bones here. I'm just pointing that out because female gaze. And uh, the guy with the <laughs> You know you guys weren't going to point it out. But that costume is like... So, and there are no wounds on his chest. There is no reason for it to be pushed down that far. Yeah, but maybe it sleeps easier that way. Because let's face it, a unitard cannot be that comfortable. No. And uh, his saviour gives him his word that he is safe. Yes. And, and then we go back... On, so you can trust him. That's right. We go back to Evil Chosen or Chosen, or however you want to pronounce it. But with patience, I'm going with Chosen. Hai <laughs> uh, Chuan, will you join me? What is it? What is on your mind, Chosen? He gives me a little stink eye look. What's happening in the council room? Does it bother you? How so? Daniel Rand killed one of our own in cold blood. And yet the con- cons- uh, council wants to continue with the charade. Or charade, or however you want to pronounce it. I say charade, you're good. They want to allow him to continue as though he was still worthy of honor. And the old man's face in this picture is priceless. <laughs> He's like, yeah. The one raised <laughs> eyebrow, finger circling the rim of his bottle. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't say, look. <laughs> it's like, you're boring me now with your evil plots. <laughs> I will not sit idly by while the council walks this path. And I do not think that you want to either. The old man apparently is pondering this situation. Uh, In some beautiful green and black panels. Yes. And the line work on the face is just brilliant here with the old age and the wrinkles and the 
everything elongated earlobes he went all out yeah. on the old age artwork here <clears throat> and uh you don't trust the divine wolf when he says that he will defeat iron fist and we're going to learn a lot now not only about the council yeah currently be prepared but, for a data dump very soon but what led up to this whole civilization on this island and it's not only was it needed, but they answered everything, which was yeah, beautiful. It's perfect. And they do it in half an issue. <laughs> and they do it without it seeming like, oh, let me tell you what's going on. Blah, blah, blah. Here, number one, number two. It, it makes sense to drop it at this point in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other the other beautiful thing about these issues so far is we haven't had Danny's origin for the 500th time. <laughs> yeah, it's true, actually. <laughs> Not, they didn't do it either with Power Man and Iron Fist no, from uh, Green. No. Although Walker, I but. think it was in a couple of the um, little updates, but then it would have been in these ones as well. I believe that he can do what he says, but only see how that benefits him and not us. The Divine Wolf wants to continue the trial to soothe his own ego. He is looking to end a hundred-year-old grudge. It's for him, not the people. You and I are champions. The mountain-slaying bear and the long-armed bull, which we'll get to them, and they are definitely got an interesting look going, can end this mockery and destroy Iron Fist together for the people of Ushi. What do you say? Old man's pondering situation. And then we go back to Danny, half-naked, like Rebecca likes him. Just like I like him. At least I'm saying half-naked. Eat, I eat and listen. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to, I'm just trying to work out if we can summarize this at all. So the guy with the glasses is explaining to him, like, what's going on, because he says, you've got a right to know. Um... So he talks about how their people fled Kunlun over a century ago. So there's the reference to 100 years again. Um, mm-hmm. Because they'd seen Yuti had corrupted their beliefs. They didn't have the numbers to stand and fight him. He said it wasn't easy to leave. If that was the only option, Divine Wolf was the first to leave 10 years earlier. He was the one who discovered Lushi, an island that promised to be a new, better Kunlun for all of us. And then, and that's all being told in reds and oranges. You sort of turn the page and it all goes into very bright, light oranges and light greens. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, you can see there's a kind of joyful mood to it. The island offers everything we've been searching for. We were peaceful. We had harmony. Then they discovered that the UT had, dis- had replaced the one with a robot so that he could dictate who would become the Iron Fist. So we're back to that accusation against Danny that they made initially. So when you became the Iron Fist and the second Outlander to do so, so we're already going back to an explanation now about it's not just Danny they had a problem with, it's the fact that Orson was also not from uh, Kunlun. Right. And came directly before him, which is interesting because that's why Carrie Andrews said he invented pay. It's because he, he said he was reading Iron Fist and thought, huh, the last two Iron Fists have been white guys. That seems a bit strange. So they obviously have the same thought. Um, so, and he said when Danny became the second one to do it, that's when more people turned their backs on Kunlun and the numbers on Lushi swelled. Because they had more people, there was discord, they split into the seven factions. Saying at the time it was to honor the seven capital cities of heaven. But, and, and he says, but the seven masters did manage to unite the island to one goal, and that goal was to destroy the Iron Fist, claim the title for Lushi, and then move to reclaim Kunlun. So they have their plan all laid out with the logos of the seven factions, nice hooded figures behind. But he's just very upfront with Danny and saying, you should know. And it's interesting because it does call back on his history without ramming it home too much. Um, I still think on all of this that UT really did not want. Danny to be the Iron Fist, so I anything that robot <laughs> should have been set to kill him or disarm him like it did the other guy he fought from the issue before. But before I can see jumped. how the very fact he had, if you already thought the place was corrupt, finding mm. that out as well. 
Oh yeah. I can see. You know, it's like we, we only have to see it how politics is at the moment. That the minute you think something's up, then you're more you're more likely to believe everything's up. Um, and you know, and 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 because they're on this island, they can it can sort of propagate more. And like it, basically, they're just they're they're people from Kunlun who were dissatisfied with Kunlun for various mm-hmm. reasons, and that just focuses it. And then Danny's quite funny because he sort of gets up and he's like, "Cool, they brought me here to kill me and steal the chi of Shu Lao, uh, so they can invade Kunlun." He's like, "Okay, you just summarised it. That that's pretty much what's going on." <laughs> Starts the, the to put his mask on. Best. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is. I actually, I actually have this one for my Facebook collection of amusing comic panels. As he's tying his um, mask back on, obviously getting back into fighting mode. I mean, I guess that's what I get for following some random dude I met at a bar back to a mystical kung fu island no one's ever heard of. <laughs> yes, Danny. That is what you get. You're finally mm. growing up and learning. Yes, and it's the plot of how many kung fu movies we've probably all watched. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, don't be the damsel who follows the, ma- the random man from the pub. Not a good idea. Then he so starts Danny's getting like, dressed. Yeah, he starts <laughs> getting dressed. His, his costume is still torn and is not in perfect shape. Uh, it did not heal itself like his old uniform used yeah, to. Yeah, I know. Because it was Venom. Yeah, he got chipped <laughs> out of Venom. And, uh, yes, we discussed that earlier if you hadn't caught it. Uh, Venom's creation was basically supposed to be Iron Fist's costume because his costume was getting shredded every single issue, and then the next issue it was always perfectly fine. So because Kun Lun was also supposed to be not only martial art old school, but scientific new school combined together, the whole premise of a living suit was devised, but then never got around to being used. So Danny decides he's going to go to the council, tell them everything that's going up, going on, and straighten everything out. And this guy's like, no, if you want them to listen to respect you, you must complete the trial first. And the, the guy who's been helping him puts his dukes up, and he's like, what are you? And then all of a sudden, we have a <laughs> half, half panel or a third panel of Danny flying backwards out of the hut, walls being blown open because it was just a straw hut, bouncing off the ground with a good th- thunk. What the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> and this Danny's wiping the blood from the corner of his mouth. <clears throat> and he's like, your next challenge, the rabbit of holy flame, is me. Right, he doesn't say is, but you get the point. Now, the interesting thing about the rabbit here is he has what I ref- believe is actually referred to as foot blades. They're definitely, which, yeah, yeah, I think so. Which means that, uh, like the famous Olympian runner, um, who He's apparently saying, oh, shot yeah. shot his. Oh, yeah, him. Supermodel girlfriend dead through the bathroom door mm-hmm. uh, and got away with it. Um, from the knee down, he has no actual feet. They are curved blades, yeah. which was also, oh, God, what was the the British spy movie? Kingsman. The Kingsman. I only watched it again last week. My sister, funnily enough. Yes, Kingsman, the baddie had blades. The, the baddie's uh, woman servant had the same things going on. Except uh, Rabbit does not appear to have also blades that come out of them. They're just... The no, they're just normal sports blades. I have a friend who's got a prosthetic leg, and, uh, um, yeah, these are the ones they wear for running and stuff. Yeah. So, which makes sense, given what he's about to do. So Danny's a bit confused, going, wait, why help me if you're just going to fight me? And being the honorable man this rabbit is, he's like, what sort of a challenge would it be if fought you after you've been po- poisoned? If I'm going to beat you, and I am, it must be done properly while you're in top fighting form. Otherwise, I'm cheating myself of an earned victory. And then we go to a different village with some guys wearing, like, apparently mock, not mock, really, but half versions of samurai armor in the background. One looks like he's got a boken in his hand. Yeah, yeah. It's probably whatever they, they took with them. And we hear mountain slaying bear and long armed bull. And we have one very large hairy man and mm. 
one guy with a mohawk with actual horns growing out of his head. Yeah. And uh, one uh, another guy's running up, and he's like, "The one you seek, the Outlander. He's he's huff huff out with it. He's in our village now. The rabbit of the holy flame has been hiding him, nursing him back to health. They're fighting now. If you hurry, you, if you hurry, you can catch them." And off Lead the whole the procession goes. And we, and next... we go back to the fight. We've got a couple of pages of fight now. Yay! No, it's it's great. Um, it carries on very much like the ones we've had with five panel, five horizontal panels, lots of action, kicking, punching, and the names of all the moves. Yes, Mr. Perkins uh, choreographs very well. If uh, he doesn't continue in comic art, which I hope he does, uh, Hollywood should definitely snag him for storyboarding. Yeah. He's which a lot of these guys good. do on the side. A lot of comic artists... Yeah do storyboarding on the side, and I can definitely see him doing it, or has already done it, and that's why he does this it so well. It is very, very nice. The rabbit guy punches Danny, uh, kicks, knees him in the chest. Danny goes yeah. to punch, he grabs his hand, Follows does a sort of rabbit punch, punch or oh, rabbit punch to the rib, I'd say. Hurricane Thunder Fists, uh, which then lands, uh, and then... Elbow to the back, elbow to the kidneys, swarm of sorrow. Looks like that to me. I'm not the martial artist. I'm just saying, like, this is what it looks like to me. Um, That's good. Then we go to the next page, and Danny's already bent over in pain. Yeah. And he's like, come on, surely it's not this easy to defeat the legendary Iron Fist. And Danny's and he like, goes, to, to think, think I, I actually, actually liked you. Liked you. <laughs> Gets up and starts on again. Let's out a hiya as he charges the rabbit, charging bull brought to rest as Danny lands his own punch. And then we have the nice silhouetted fight going yeah, across. Yeah, so you get the idea that it's going on longer than we're seeing. And uh, even though rabbit is getting his shots in, Danny seems to quickly be getting the upper hand, delivering a devastating elbow blow. The Hail Mary elbow blow. To... Which made me laugh. Rabbit chin <laughs> while doing the New York subway mugger foot stomp to one yeah. of his blades. <laughs> it's and great. he charges up his fist to punch Rabbit, and Rabbit actually blocks it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, again, not a fully charged fist because we knew no Danny's chi is not even close to being what it was. And he may block the fist, but Danny recovers with turning it into another devastating elbow into Rabbit's jaw, sending him backwards, and Danny's now on top of him. Rabbit's on the ground, and he yells, or doesn't even yell, he just yet says, quite simply, yield. Mm -hmm. And then in the next panel, he goes, I yield, and Danny's just like speechless with like, but. Yeah, you guys are all nuts. And he's like, I I know that I've lost, Daniel Rankai, congratulations, give me your hand. And they do the chi transfer. And he gives the chi, gives him the chi, and he goes, the council has lied to you. Our chi is not the same as yours. It's only temporary and will burn away before long. The only way for you to reconnect with the chi of Shao Lo, or Shao, yeah, that's right. Isn't it? I don't know. Un- I say Shao Lo, un- but I don't, I don't know. Lo. I, the un- you know, whichever. The un- the undying fully is to return to Kanlan and set things right. Hooray! Uh, we know no. we know what the plan is after this. <laughs> there are no no shortcuts. That is the only way. <laughs> oh, the I just noticed he's got another massive rip in his in his. I was gonna say something. Though, yeah. Like Rebecca's gonna be happy because his pecs are popping out. Of yeah, now. <laughs> The moment you complete the trial, you must leave this island. Because if you do win, there are those who are going to seek and kill you in order to save the reputation of Lucian. And then we hear Daniel Rankai speak of the devil, says the rabbit. Meet your next two opponents, the long-armed bull and the mountain-slaying bear. So anxious to fight you, they've come in violation of trial rules. <laughs> I like the rabbit guy. I like the rabbit. I like the rabbit tribe generally. They're the best. Nope. Um, I, uh, I bear says the Outlander violated the terms of the trial when he decided to kill one of our own. We're here to even the scales, and 
in they pile. Yep, they jump Danny. Yeah. And uh, he's like, uh, the rabbit's actually saying, you don't have to. And he's like, Danny says, stand out of my, stay out of my way. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take them both on. It was everything I, everything since I've come to this island has been a lie. This is crazy. This is like a 15 panel page. Yes. That's crazy. Every single panel is some type of action and blow other than the middle three. Yeah. Which is actually just one one panel broken up into three, but it still works perfectly. And pretty much while Danny's kicking their asses, literally, I mean, He's doing one of his inner monologues. From yeah, the other than... Other than... Does anybody actually get a shot in other than a face grab while he's messing him up? No, I think he's... No. He's just he cheated up, so he goes for it. He just cleans house. Yeah. As as he vents... I'll let Rebecca read the vent. <laughs> the vent. Uh, everything since I've come to the live... Everything since I've come to this island has been a lie. I was blind. I was so wrapped up in what I thought I'd lost that I didn't realise what was really at stake. It wasn't my identity. It was never about me. It was about Kunlun. The one thing I was meant to protect, without Kunlun, I have no purpose. Oh, the sole responsibility of an iron fist. I missed that one, sorry. I'm reading it digitally. I missed the bottom of the page. So without Kunlun, I have no purpose. Right, and to Rebecca's glee, he now has half a uniform. Yeah, the top gets pulled off again. That's... That's the only thing he he did really lose in the fight was half his uniform. Yeah, completely. well, they're big, muscly, burly boys fighting him. And, Obviously, uh, they had different priorities. Mountain slaying bear is now on the ground. The horned bull guy is just out of the picture right now because he's probably been knocked stupid. <laughs> he's like, do it, show it, you truly are a murderer. And he spits in Danny's eye. And he's just like, no. And he puts his hand on his chest and pulls his chi out. Now, we don't see him doing it to uh, Longarm Bull, but I'm sure he does. Yeah, and if we don't, uh, that might be the start of the next one, but yeah, I don't think we're going to see that. And now he's got both hands aglow. Longarm Bull and Mountain Slaying Bear are just slumped behind him. him, Along with all the little villagers, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, half the villagers watch this go on, he's like, take me to the council! It's amazing. To be continued. Um, and they have a letters page, which I didn't read. Yes, we have a letters page. I don't think there's any really big news in the letter page. There's no, no I really think there's a lot of people congratulating it about how good it is. It is, so. They do mention that they are still working away. Uh, the the right-hand comment, top. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are still work. Car Andrews and, and Afu Chan are still working away on Iron Fists. God, they must be getting about it all the time. <laughs> the Iron Fist pie with Danny as her thunderer. The issues we have finished are magical lightning on paper. <laughs> Let's hope so. Yeah. All right, and. Uh, they do also say that this is an inspiration from the classic kung fu movies like Enter the Dragon. And they say that next month is the conclusion of the Trial yes. of the Seven Masters, for sure. Not just in solicits. They say, join us next month for the end of the the trial. So, solicits didn't lie to us for a change. I mean, not that they always do, but they sometimes do. And then we get a quick glance at the one of the many covers, probably, that we're going to get yeah. next month. And we have a half-naked Danny throwing our, what looks to be a right arm hook with the longest mask ties on the planet. Yeah. Punching, apparently, the front tooth out of the wolf as blood splatters across so the entire cover. Before we forget, we should probably read out what Connor said about the... Yes. Thing. I will read it for you. He said, Rabbit was cool. I was wrong about Wolf. I liked he had glasses. I liked that too. And he took them off to fight. That was very sensible of him. Danny trashing the two champs at the end was awesome. Very keen for the finale. Sad to see the arc end. Um, it says everything else is stuff he said before. Amazing art, amazing colouring, etc. Which I think I think we're both going to agree with. Everything there. That's what oh, I said yeah. to Connor. There was like nothing wrong in what he'd said at all. Because it's... 
it's just a joy. And I, I think what I really felt was that having read this issue, this was almost the perfect comic to have come out after the TV show. Because mm-hmm. even though the Danny in the comic is quite different from the Danny in the TV show, it hits the points about not being able to protect Kunlun. Um, you know, like, it hits that kind of thing, and it, it's enough to sort of get you into both. I mean, it's really nicely done. Well, I'm still hoping that the comic, the character in the TV show becomes more like the comic. I think he will. They, they definitely they, get enough criticism from almost everybody to realize, yes, we did stuff differently to make it on TV, but apparently we didn't do it well. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping for a little more wisecracking and a little more naiveness and a little more actual martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's nice to see. Yeah, well, I hope we will as well. The characters are now developed. Let's have some fun. And also, I mean, like, you know, being being practical, if they go ahead with the Series 2, Finn has the, probably like a good nine months to, to train up. Oh, he's been posting pictures. He's at, still at the gym. Of course he is. I mean, but he had to do Defenders as well. But now it can all be about just getting better about what he needs for Iron Fist. Uh, mm-hmm. They should put him out of his misery and announce it soon so he can stop training if he can stop training. (laughs) I think we're going to get a season two, though. I hope so. There's still too much. I mean, they went ahead with season twos of other stuff, and um, it just seems that, like, you know, like, okay, it wasn't the best received of of the Netflix series, but they've got to see it as a bit of a whole picture thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and and if they can come out of it and have a good one, um, then you know, I mean, and I'm and not, I didn't dislike the first season. So don't get me wrong. You know my feelings no. about the first one, but um, but they do need to like change something up from the second one. If the second one, we all liked it. None mm-hmm. of us, unfortunately, loved it. Yes, we loved bits of it. I think we all accepted that the pacing was a bit funny. Um. It didn't do its best to sell itself, and there's, you know, the stuff would have changed. I personally don't mind the, I mean, I do and I don't. I was kind of disappointed that the whole Misty Knight relationship apparently wasn't going to happen, but I was kind of okay with how it did wind up. I agree. I always said that the only way I'd take the Colleen-Danny thing was if it felt like they had chemistry, and it felt like they had chemistry. So And the whole... Meacham now wasn't an uncle, he was now a son. That puzzled me, but now I that, almost that want yeah, yeah, I almost want nice to see thing. them become friends with how the end kind of ended yeah. before they tried to go to Kunlun and found out it already left. I want to see more dynamic between those two. I'm like those two could actually be become really close. I thought I, I honestly I honestly thought he had a great supporting cast. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, of all of them, I think he had the most solid supporting cast, where I liked everyone. Even where I didn't necessarily like the characters, I thought they all did. I mean, you know, maybe Joy, not so much at the beginning, but I don't really like Ward at the beginning, and then all of a sudden I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once Ward basically loses it, you yeah. almost... <laughs> as soon as he, he starts like, losing it, I start adoring well, him. When he loses it, he, it, like, it brought you in. It did, like, oh. it was... Me and me and my friend watched. Me and Claire from Defenders Podcast were watching it, and and we had Skype open. And the minute he started with the drugs, we were like, "Oh my god, I love Ward." What, <laughs> so flipped, what is wrong with me? I love. When he Ward. throws the bird to all the hidden cameras. You're yeah, just like, it's just like, okay, yeah, I get it. And his dad's such a dick. It's, you know, like you can tell he's his got his own daddy issues. Frank and Stein on the phone. Yeah, that's funny too. That's some good stuff. But anyway, so that is Iron Fist 4. Next week, Defenders 1. Yep. Um, we don't know if we're going to... We don't know what we're going to do about that. Um, <laughs> we, will, we will probably cover it. It'll probably be It'll me probably get mentioned. Yeah, it'll <laughs> probably get mentioned. Um, Rebecca and I are going to shoot off and do our own stuff. Well, don't say that, because then, uh, <laughs> then you're committing me to things I might not always be available for. These time zones are killer. Yes. Um, 
They suck. And I'm supposed to have been working all day today, so even this is me sort of sneaking off. Um, but yeah, so, and if you're anything else you want us to cover, let us know. Yeah, email we'll us, uh, uh, around. Of, uh, drop in the exit stuff now, and yeah. let you know all the hundreds of ways you can contact us. <laughs> but thanks for listening, and talk at you again. Yeah, bye. Take care, bye-bye. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter at Iron Fist Podcast, our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash sons of the dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are, our YouTube, Connor Carl, just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Artist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. And I would like to thank Thomas Tissot for letting us use his Iron Fist theme song for the start of our show. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening.